I have a confession. Poor customer service drives me absolutely bonkers and I know I'm not alone. Stay tuned for this episode where I'm going to share with you 10 tips to getting great customer service. Welcome to the Replacing Awkwardness with Awesomeness podcast. This is your host, Nikki Mitmillan. So I know I'm definitely not alone when it comes to poor customer service because I've had this conversation with other people. But the question is, is it really the entire fault of the person serving us? Could we, as customers, help make the experience better? Let me share with you a couple of examples that I've personally experienced. The McDonald's worker. After what seemed like an eternity watching her slowly move into action, a scowl planted on her face, I was starting to get a little antsy. When robotically asked, would you like fries with that? I replied, no, but I'd like a smile, thanks. Sure, it jolted her from autopilot, but there was fat chance of getting a smile with my narky response. I should have known better in hindsight. The deli attendant. My sunny greeting failed to wipe the frown off her face, so I tried another approach and I asked her, got anything lovely planned to relax when you get home? It was towards the end of the day. Her face softened and she shared her difficulty in hearing because her ears were sore from a flu. Responding to the compassion that I had for her, we discussed ways that she could rest up afterwards when she did get home, like a warm bath with a glass of wine and a book. It seemed to make her pretty happy because she greeted the next customer with a bright smile and I went on my way, feeling pretty good as well. It's not rocket science to see how my behaviour influenced the customer service experience that I had nor others. Yet so often we're oblivious to what signals we're sending to others verbally and non-verbally. Given there's reportedly almost a million non-verbal cues alone, it's no surprise that our behaviour can be misinterpreted. So here are some tips to help avoid it while giving the customer and attendant who's serving us a mutually pleasant experience. Number one, Acknowledgement. Lose the phone and respectfully greet each other. On a call, wind it up first before expecting service or risk not getting it. As more cafes are starting to do so, introducing a no phone or no service policy. Or if you're the attendant serving someone, you could risk losing that customer by keeping them waiting. Number two, smile and make eye contact. Two easy-peasy ways to spark connection thanks to the bonding hormone oxytocin. Number three, hack your emotions. Grumpy from bad service or a crappy day? Smile. It helps to keep you positive. It's called the facial feedback hypothesis. Put simply, not only do emotions influence our facial expressions, our expressions can also affect our mood. So put a smile on and you will start to feel better. Four. Use their name. Research shows hearing our name triggers greater brain activity, including how we socialize. And as Dale Carnegie famously said, remember that a person's name is to that person the sweetest and most important sound in any language. So check their name tag if wearing one or simply ask them, 
especially the regulars. Same for customers who frequent a place. Connect with those who serve you, such as the barista. Get to know them. Number five, positive opener. Ditch the throwaway lines. Ask how their day's been. What's been the highlight or if they've got anything exciting on? While potentially being caught off guard, it'll prompt the attendant or customer to start talking. Research cited by the Science of People shows our brain focuses on hits. So if we say the word exciting, it looks for hits of excitement and we subsequently start to feel that way. Not sure what to ask? Try some conversation sparkers. I'll include a link to some great sparkers, courtesy of the Science of People, in the show notes. A favourite one that I use is, what's been the highlight of your day? or week, and it leads to fabulous conversations and reactions. One incredibly positive one was when I asked a checkout operator at the local supermarket. It did catch her off guard at first, and then her face lit up as she proudly shared how her two sons won their footy games that morning. She was beaming when I left, and served the next person waiting in line, who in turn beamed back at her. In other words, her facial expression and emotions were contagious, and they caught it. Number six. Use your words wisely. We suspected it and studies confirm it. The words we use influence the behaviour of others towards us. Want great service? Or got a rude customer? Try giving positive language a go. Number seven, empathy. Sure, friendship's not part of the transaction, but what's the harm in caring and connecting? Showing a little bit of empathy doesn't go astray. Number eight, listening. One of the most sincere forms of respect while ensuring clear communication and getting the product or service you're after. Number nine, compliments. Compliment the attendant on their expertise or service. They'll be inclined to perform even better and live up to expectations, benefiting you and them. Lastly, but not least, tip number 10. A tip for the employers, actually. Do your staff share your vision, your values, and your mission? Do they feel their job has meaning other than a paycheck? The answer is likely to be found in their motivation and treatment of customers. If you've got any experiences or tips that you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Why not leave a voice message on this podcast? I'll attach the link and the blog with all the science links that I've referred to in the show notes as well. I hope you find these tips helpful in ensuring a great customer service experience every time. It's my mission that you get as much benefit as possible from this podcast and all the really cool information that we'll be sharing. If you're enjoying the show, it would mean so much if you would leave a rating and of course share it with others, which ultimately helps to get this podcast exposed to more women who also benefit. And don't be shy with questions or comments. Simply leave a voice message on the Anchor podcast platform or via the Replacing Awkwardness with Awesomeness Facebook page. Or if you prefer email, you can drop us a line at IamAwesomePodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can tune in as soon as new episodes are released. Now go out and be your awesome self.